New Don't Be an Amateur Silicon Shot Glasses. They're virtually indestructible, perfect for picnics, camping, and tailgating. Doubles as a wine stopper. Plus, they're dishwasher and microwave safe, odor-free and non-toxic. Buy three and get your fourth shot glass free. These one-and-a-half-ounce shot glasses are available in classic red, classic blue, and turquoise pink-yellow tie-dye blend. Go to lucyantini.com slash shop and order your Don't Be an Amateur shot glasses today. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Let's all shut up, please. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word... Amateurs. A blessing from the Lord. God be praised. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. On this show, we call attention to and call out the amateurs. The people who are doing life wrong. The speed bumps of life. The people that are in your way every day. The unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled, drama queen, victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. And this is episode 266, One Love, Amateur Nation's Violent America. On today's episode, from now on, when someone comes out as transgender, I'm going to assume they're strapped. One Love and This Week in Your Commie Government. And then it's on to a la carte and finally three things that are done right on three pro things. Shouts out to Pro Nation first, as always. Hello to Holly Tree 106 and Rebecca for Trump on Truth Social, Kelly Fane on Facebook, and Hooper Vint, Sarah Fleetburr, Roderick Paulette, Emily Greg Robinson, Ben Lambert, Holly Molly, Lee Ames, and Elena Davidson on Instagram. Your pro post of the week from Healing Out Loud on Instagram. This marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your hard. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your hard. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your hard. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard. 
but we can choose our heart. Pick wisely. Wait, no one here gets offended too easily, do they? No. No, no one, one here gets offended too easily. Wow, that's refreshing. Yeah, that's different. Why? Because there are real problems in the world. And thus, this show. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. As we go a little something like this. Hit it! Step one. Topic number one. Then, going postal. Now, going trans. Remember the phrase, going postal? It alluded to the shootings postal workers would sometimes be driven to due to boring, repetitive, quiet, tedious work. For the longest time, if you met someone who was a postal worker, the reference to them being crazy and going postal was common. While we haven't had a postal worker shooting in quite some time now, the baton has been passed. From now on, when someone comes out as transgender, I'm going to assume they're strapped just to be safe. Looks like we got another trans shooter ignored by mainstream media. Janess Moreno, born in El Salvador, opened fire in Joel Osteen's Lakewood, Texas church. He had an AR-15 with a Free Palestine sticker on the side of her gun and brought a five-year-old child. What, no electric car parked at the curb? No Ukraine flag or BLM armband? I mean, if you're going to do a PSYOP government, go all the way. You already gave your trans shooter an automatic weapon and a child as an accessory. If you're going to make a statement, make it. Here's how I know this shooting was a PSYOP. A, why would a migrant from El Salvador be a Bernie Sanders supporter? Connection, please. What, because he's a socialist and she comes from El Salvador, which is a socialist country? Yeah, because it's so great in El Salvador. She wants to keep that going. I'm sure she loved her life. She loved socialism so much she left El Salvador for America. B. Before a crazy mass shooter goes a-shootin', they want to accessorize their weapon with a fun sticker. C. A sticker for a cause that a migrant trans person would have zero at stake in supporting. What do you know? A shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, but not at the actual Super Bowl. Of course not. The New World Order controls that. The parade, well, there's no money to be made from that. Who cares if that's interrupted or disrupted? Can't risk having one of the wealthy Super Bowl attendees getting nicked by a stray bullet. If the CIA or FBI... FBI? Fucking bunch of idiots. ...hires one of their PSYOP shooters to disrupt the Super Bowl, billions are lost in revenue. Shoot up a parade? Headlines for mainstream media. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. It's time for This Week in Your Commie Government. Let's start federally and work our way down. If you ever had a shred of thought that just maybe, maybe AOC was misunderstood and not just incredibly stupid, she recently said she's backing President Coloring Book as, quote, one of the most successful presidents in modern history. Oh, please. Not only is President Coloring Book successful, his unqualified, lying, corrupt, diversity hire press secretary human toilet brush, Karine Jean-Pierre, actually said these words. Uh, President Biden does more in one hour than most people do in a day. His age with experience and expertise is an incredible asset, and he proves it every day. And that's what we believe. We believe that his age and his experience, because he was a senator, because he was obviously vice president, because he has these long, um, you know, long decades of relationships 
relationships uh, with leaders, uh, obviously across the globe. And what he's been able to do, that's what we're going to lean into. Did you mean for all those words to come out together, or did they just fall out randomly? Translation, because Joe Biden is old, stupid, and has been compromised for decades as a go-to fixture of bribery and embezzlement, that is why Joe is able to ruin more things in America in one hour than anyone else could in a day or year. Joe In other Brandon news, President Coloring Book visited East Palestine, Ohio. I will not call it East Palestine. It's pronounced Palestine. I'm sorry. It's, it's, I, I know with Hamas and Gaza and all that stuff, it's still the same word. Anyway, President Coloring Book visited East Palestine, Ohio over a year after that toxic train derailment where he was met with Let's Go Brandon and Too Little Too Late signs held by residents. Oh God, you're such a dick. Give it a couple years and it'll swing by to say hi to the Maui murder survivors. I mean the Hollywood elite who will be building their homes and resorts where the Maui murders took place. And finally, President Coloring Book joined TikTok, despite the app being banned on most government-issued devices, you know, for reasons of national security. <laughs> Former House Speaker Nancy... She had a lot of eyebrows for a chick anyway. Pelosi's stock portfolio is up only 88% in the last 12 months. She really has a gift for knowing the market. And by gift, I mean insider. You gotta wonder why someone with this much stock market acumen didn't work on Wall Street instead of going into government. Now let's talk crime and the lack of prevention of it nor protection from it in America, especially the illegal aliens who have literally, literally more freedom and privileges than tax-paying Americans. No hell, it ain't gonna be good. What? Free housing, free food, a stipend to live on for the month, and free health care. I know, but they're poor and immigrants, so I have it better than them because I have to pay rent to pay for food. I have to work for money, and my health insurance is crap. Here we go. The mayor of the murder capital of America, Chicago, has said they will no longer use the high-tech alert system, ShotSpotter, to alert and direct cops when gunshots are fired because it targets minorities. Would you rather offend criminals or be safe? Priority, Chicagoans. You know, we're living in a society. A riddle. How many illegal immigrants does it take to strangle an American citizen? Answer, apparently four. Chicago's shot spotter wouldn't have worked in this case anyway since no one was shot. However, for illegal, misunderstood, oppressed, hungry for bread, totally for climate change, immigrants are accused of robbing and strangling a 48-year-old man on a Chicago train. And with the exception of Cleveland, this place has the worst security in the nation. Speaking of Illinois... Here is why America is under siege with unparalleled crime. It starts on the local level of corruption. This article from the New York Post entitled Brazen Mayor Tiffany Henyard Shows Why Local Elections Matter. Please listen carefully. This is an infuriating article. Here we go. They say absolute power corrupts absolutely, but power doesn't change someone. It only exaggerates what's already inside the person who wields it. 
Unfortunately, many elected officials do this by standing on the necks of the people who helped put them into power. In a matter of a few years, Dalton, Illinois, Mayor Tiffany Henyard's designer shoes have snapped the neck of prosperity of this small village outside Chicago. The 40-year-old self-proclaimed super mayor is ignoring Freedom of Information Act requests to see the 20,000 resident village's budget, even as she plasters her face on billboards around town. A somewhat ominous Happy Valentine's Day message that read, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Meanwhile, she's turned Thornton Township's bank account, she's also the 190,000 resident township supervisor, into her personal piggy bank by taking lavish first-class trips to cities around the country, including New York and Vegas, spending upwards of $67,000 of township funds. One of the city's trustees, Brittany Norwood, said, A few months ago, we were $7 million in debt. I hope you understand how much debt that is for a city of 20000 <laughs> Yeah, and Donald Trump is on trial. The article says before Henyard took office in April 2021, Dalton had a budget surplus. So in what, two years? A little over two and a half years? She's taken it from a surplus to $7 million in debt for a town of 20,000 people. The article says in 2022, the village board put two questions on the ballot. The first asked voters if Dalton should have a recall mechanism. The second asked if the first succeeded, if Henyard should be recalled. 56% of voters wanted her removed as mayor. Here's the problem. 56, 56% only. The article continues, now Dalton's finances are so out of control, a leasing bank is threatening to repossess village vehicles, including police cars, due to non-payment. She basically bragged about her exorbitant spending and disregard for the rule of law with a costume tribute to Nino Brown, the anti-hero of the 1991 movie New Jack City. She strutted into a village board meeting dressed like the drug lord character, and had a DJ play Rihanna's song, Bitch Better Have My Money. Nino Brown is a community terrorist who drugs his people for profit, kills whoever threatens his growing empire and even those within his circle, and laughs in the face of the law because his power elevated him above punishment. This is Henyard's idol, the article says. Behind every tyrant lies his biggest weakness, his insecurity. Henyard plasters her face on billboards throughout the village, paid for by taxpayers, just like dictators have statues of themselves scattered throughout the country. They all need constant external recognition of their greatness because they cannot generate it from within. The only way for these strong men to get the people's adoration is through either forced compliance or faux charity. Nino Brown handed out turkeys during Thanksgiving, and Tiffany Henyard gave out free gas for votes during her campaign. The article very expertly says, the problem is our news has become so nationalized. The article says, we've ignored how many immoral actors in government get a pass because we've obsessively focused on what's happening in D.C. instead of what's happening near me. Very well said. Now, Lest you think this is uh, me exaggerating, I'm exaggerating this report, from Chicago TV station, here's a report from WGN. WGN Investigates has an update on dysfunction in Dalton, where local leaders are fighting over transparency, spending, and safety. 
Now the South Suburbs controversial mayor is firing back, and it all played out at a public meeting last night. Y'all forget I am the leader. They want to hear from the mayor. If y'all ain't learned that yet, the mayor, not the trustees that don't do nothing, that only run their mouth. Y'all don't do no work, no work. Tiffany Henyard considers herself something of a crusader, but one who's clearly annoyed by questions from a rebellious group of Dalton trustees who are in a standoff with her over spending. At the end of the day, vendors are not being paid. Board approved it. The vendors are not being paid. How about you be a good leader, bring RFPs to the forefront, so not just us, but the residents and everybody else in America know how the money is being spent. WGN Investigates has cataloged tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars spent on trips, meals, and more by Tiffany Henyard and her allies in Dalton and on the Thornton Township Board, where she's the supervisor. Township credit card records show Henyard and other officials spent more than $67,000 on trips to Portland, Austin, Atlanta, and New York City. Many of the flights were first class. So were the accommodations. In Atlanta, Henyard and her team stayed at the Four Seasons Hotel, costing taxpayers more than $9,000. In New York, the bill came to $13,000. Henyard has refused to explain the specific purpose of the trips or why they travel in such style. But she appeared to refer to our reporting at Monday's Dalton meeting. But everything we do, we do for the people. But we under attack. We getting scrutinized in the media. For what? Loving on the people? Showing them that they matter to us? We going through the fires for y'all. Henyard calls her critics grandstanders who should get in line. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all y'all black. Y'all are black, and y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Dalton's difficulties got worse in recent weeks with water main breaks and your blames on trustee budget cuts. Then four people were shot and injured last week, leaving nerves frayed and Henyard's opponents pointing out her sizable security detail. It's unfortunate that politics are being played, but what has happened is a million dollars out of my budget has been cut because of politics. We're not saying the police is not doing a good job. What we're saying is you're assigning all of them to be with you when they should be out here protecting the residents so we can all feel safe. Residents are taking notice. Some spoke for and others against the mayor. Well, you know, we got the mayor here, I mean, meeting with the president of the United States. Everyone's seen the picture. I mean, that's a big deal. That, that is great promotion for this city, for this town. Ladies and gentlemen, be civil, do things right, think of the residents. You are here to represent the, the residents and not yourself. Henyard and her publicity team no longer respond to our emails seeking an explanation of her spending. As we've reported, she is also the face of a cancer charity that bears her name one that has failed to file required financial disclosures. The Illinois Attorney General has given the foundation until the middle of this month to show how it spends its money or face legal action. She sounds educated and professional, doesn't she? Level-headed, fair-minded. The article in the New York Post closes with this. Local elections matter because if you don't show up, tyrants can make your community hell much faster than the president can. In New Mexico, a cop by the name of Jonah Hernandez was responding to a trespassing call at a property and was murdered 
by a trespassing suspect who was shot dead by a witness. In other America Last news, two cops and a fireman were shot and killed in Burnsville, Minnesota. While responding to a call, the alleged dead killer is 38-year-old Shannon Gooden. Mainstream media won't tell you this information because he's black. Who in the media tricked you? And in San Francisco, California, their motto, that smell you smell and that pile you stepped in, is your communist vote. They recently appointed Kelly Wong, an immigrant woman from Hong Kong, without U.S. citizenship, to the San Francisco Elections Commission, where she will oversee and create policies for the city's Department of Elections. But she herself cannot vote. You know, like when you book that trip to China and had a say in how their country is run. California is asshole. What have I been saying? Alert Pro Kimberly Klashik on Instagram posted this meme that's food for thought. The people who forced you to get vaxxed to keep your job let in 17 million unvaxxed and unemployed. Sidebar. Crime in Portland, Oregon is down after police budget cuts were reversed. Wait, that can't be right. In amateur nation, less police means less crime and utopia. When you have more cops, oh, the oppression. I mean, law-abiding citizens are just getting beaten up and shot by cops who are bored and want to attack and kill peaceful people. That's Cop 101, right? That was obviously sarcasm. How to reach me? Email lou at lusantini.com. And you can find all my social media links and my email on my main site, lusantini.com. Follow, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, leave a review of this podcast and copy and paste the link from wherever you listen. Send it to a fellow pro or an amateur who is doing life wrong. Tag them on my Thursday post where every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video trailer of what's coming next. A la carte and three pro things soon, but first, one love. One empty virtue signaling cliche. On topic number three next. The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or Visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. All right. Listen up, you stiffs. All right. Now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! Love. A simple topic that is rarely covered in song, literature, movies, and TV. Love is so simple to describe, isn't it? Tangible, concrete, easily found, easily given and received. 
And the downside is there are just so many kinds of love. I mean, I, I love chocolate chip cookies, drag racing, Formula One. I love dogs and cats, and I love my mom, my girlfriend, in different ways. And see, that's the problem. If there was only one love for all people that I could yak about whenever I wanted to appear soulful, tolerant, and deep. Well, you're in luck, Amateur Nation, because the new movie about Bob Marley is out just in time during Black History Month to fuel those fans of hatred against us crackers. Don't let all the bad reviews keep you from the pandering. The biopic in theaters is based on the life of reggae singer and songwriter Bob Marley from his rise to fame in the mid-70s up until his death in 1981. He released 13 studio albums, 6 live albums, and 38 compilation albums, resulting in 57 albums of songs that all sound alike. Okay. One love. What is that? Sounds important somehow. Or good, maybe. Instead of a lot of different loves and types of love. And you know, why would you want to have that? I mean, when you have so many different types of love, well, that's just, that's just bad. I mean, because, you know, the only kind of love that really matters is the one love. You don't want to have a bunch of different diverse types of loves lying around. I mean, some of those loves might be wrong or incorrect. You want just the one. And of all the emotions to have one of, you want it to be love. I mean, it's the ultimate cliche, douchey thing to say. One love. As someone who hates lazy cliches and catchphrases, I've heard comedians throw that in as they leave the stage and musical artists tossing it around on stage. Same with professional athletes. It's also often used as a disclaimer, so to speak. You see a professional athlete get busted for beating his wife again or hitting up a prostitute for the 43rd time. Then comes the press conference. I got nothing but love, one love for all. Oh, well, he can't go to jail or lose his job. He has one love. One love. Say it to cover your ass when you have nothing concrete to say. Revel in your bumper sticker spirituality and be ready to have it used against you if you, say, like in my case, take time to make fun of it. This way, Amateur Nation can scream, they always scream, they, they never talk normally, how I don't like love and because I'm calling out the BS with this nothing phrase that means I'm all about hate. Oh, I hate hate. The Urban Dictionary defines one love as the universal love. And respect expressed by all people for all people, regardless of race, creed, or color. It's so dumb. Oh, it's so dumb, it's brilliant. No! It's just dumb! What about height? Weight? Political beliefs? Religion? Their sports loyalties? Favorite beer brand? Hey, wait a minute, there's nothing there about gender and sexuality. How can we have one love when there are hundreds of genders? One love will cover all that? A website by the name of JamaicanPatway.com says one love is a message of unity and inclusion. Not like those other cruddy types of love that's all about separation and exclusion. Lest you think I'm crazy for calling out a generic cliche that has literally no end game and finish line as amateur. If you look at the cover for this episode, you'll see I pulled a photo from the web that has the one love logo and peace symbols on it and... The BLM slash communist fist in the logo. A fist. That says love, right? I quickly counted seven companies that had one love in their organizations, foundations, and charity names. And as of 2020, there's also a one love campaign 
which is an anti-discrimination, anti-racism, LGBT rights, and human rights campaign. It was started by the Dutch Football Association. Remember that success? You show your one love by wearing a rainbow-colored armband. What's the point of having universal love for all people if you can't show it off with a rainbow armband? Now, I'm no theologian, but 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4-8, through 8, Paul said, Love is patient, kind, does not envy or boast, is not rude nor self-seeking, not easily angered, does not keep a record of wrongs, does not delight in evil, loves truth, it protects, trusts, hopes, and perseveres, love never fails. Isn't wearing a rainbow armband to show that you're all about one love boastful? Aren't all amateurs in amateur nation easily angered? Shut the fuck up! See? Amateur nation hates truth. There's no feelings to cry about. Amateurs are the most tiresome people to be around on earth. Marley's idea was that everyone in the world should stop fighting and become one. Imagine one love by all people, even the pedophiles, even the unelected officials in the New World Order. Gotta love them. Whoopi Goldberg wants one love, I'm sure. Jeffrey Epstein, too. And all those trans shooters, all about one love. If only we idiots and the rest of the world would get on board, think of the lives saved. What a utopia we can all shoot for, and yes, achieve. Should it be that hard at all? If we could just get 8 billion people to love each other simultaneously towards the same thing with the same kind of degree and intensity of the love, we got it dialed in. Ever try to get two people who are fighting to have one love? Not so easy, is it? Oh, you, you did get them to love each other. Great, just 7,999,999,998 to go. Lest you think I'm anti-love, I'm not. I am anti-stupid, anti-cliche, anti-virtue signaling, anti-impossible, and anti-DEI and anti-communism. The laziness of the one-love sentiment is what bothers me most, not to mention the assumption of always stoners thinking they have the keys to solving world issues. Dude, if we just, like, all love one another... Okay, if we all just is one of the most dangerous, ignorant, and delusional ways to start a sentence. Let's get this straight. There is no thing, system, government, religion, job, way of life, philosophy for living that works for all people on earth. Frankly, my message in my book, Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills, you can download it on Amazon, and this podcast is much more attainable and accessible than this one love crap. Treat everyone you meet with common sense, good manners, and social skills, and then move on. Unless they act like an amateur, then call them out. But other than that, mind your own business. There's your peace on earth. You're welcome. I mean, come on. Whether or not you believe in the Bible or have any religious beliefs, the basic life principle is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, the golden rule. Treat other people with the concern and kindness you would like them to show towards you. It ain't complicated. In other words, be nice. Don't be an amateur. But the problem is, amateurs hear the golden rule, and what their single molecule brain hears is, I deserve special treatment and to be celebrated by all, always, everything I do, say, and am, is right and special, because I said it and did it. I want somebody to pay a little attention. 
attention to me. The concept of one love is amateur. I've been thinking about what you said. I want to thank you. Time for all a carte. In case you're not quite tired of hearing Taylor Soros, I mean Taylor Swift, one of the Mount Rushmore of evil, George Soros, not only owns Taylor Swift's music catalog, he just bought the second biggest radio broadcasting network in the country, Odyssey. I'm sure this will mean a wider variety of music and way less news control and censorship. WSOR Radio, all Taylor Soros, all day. By the way, you do know that Taylor Soros and Travis Kelsey will be together forever, right? True love, forever called it. Why are you telling me this? What makes you think I have any interest in that at all? Remember when you took out a car loan and paid it back? Remember when you took out your home loan and paid it back? Early? And then you paid $364 million for the victims of the on-time paid-in-full loan? Wait, was that sarcasm? Donald Trump Jr. had this to say about that. They arrested Donald Trump four times, gave him 91 charges, and fined more than $350 million before a single Jeffrey Epstein client was arrested. Let that sink in. It's almost as if the people going after my father are the people on the Epstein client list. Meanwhile, America's MAGA truckers are refusing to pick up or drop off New York City loads after that ludicrous Trump verdict. I don't know what New York City businesses are getting so worked up about. I mean, commie New York Governor Kathy, my last name sounds like hawking up a loogie hokel, assured real estate developers that they won't be targeted like Trump. <laughs> Whoops! You just admitted Trump's case was politically motivated and ultimately illegal. Go! I'm sure you didn't mean to. Three things that are done right. Things that are done right are considered pro. And these are three pro things. Number one. Still don't see the connection between the indoctrination, programming, and propaganda tactics on America's children in public schools to Marxism and communism? Well, if anyone would know, it would be North Korean defector Yeonmi Park. Here she is describing how the indoctrination and family decimation in America works. North Korea, every room that we have the portraits of Kim dictators. And the first thing that my teacher taught me was, look at your dear leader. That's your real father, not your biological father. If he says something uh, unroyal to the government, you need to come tell me. The government would punish the parents. And now in America, I hear these things like teachers would literally teaching the kids saying your parents are not safe if they don't validate your feelings. And trying to separate the children from the family, it is the same exact tactic that North Korea uses to separate people. Number two. In honor of Black History Month. I don't want a Black History Month. <laughs> no one does. Here's author and investigative journalist Jerome Hudson speaking on the hypocrisy of BLM on gun violence in major cities. Our parents who live in Chicago, one woman in particular, I won't say her name, but she has buried all five of her children because of gun violence in that city. I have yet to see a Black Lives Matter rally on some of the most dangerous blocks in that city or in Baltimore or in Philadelphia. If Black Lives Matter, they would have mattered time and time again. 
where Black Lives Matter was trying to kick police out of communities. If you went to their website and you read their words, they they were an anti-family organization. They were a pro-Marxist organization. And the reason that some politicians in this country I despise them so much is that they were willing to tie themselves to that evil institution, which, by the way, laundered millions of dollars. And I'm sure no one will ever go to jail for it. And number three. I love me some good bloopers. Here's one from an NBC Wichita, Kansas news affiliate with a story that this poor female anchor just didn't quite get until she was about three quarters of the way through it as she was set up by her male co-anchor to throw her under the bus and he cannot keep from laughing. Here we go. Some scary moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments and that man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was quote uh, fixing to blow it up but had no intention of causing a panic man also told police others in the room laughed understanding his joke which i'm just now getting home depot says they will not be pressing charges but i can tell you right now you asked the producer for me to read that didn't you <laughs> To Ethan now, please. No. <laughs> we gonna have to go to a commercial. No, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Why do I feel like I'm gonna have to explain that joke to my mother? Find all my social media links on Instagram, Truth Social, Facebook, and YouTube at LouSantini.com. Check out my Drybar Comedy special, Amateur Nation, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S, and watch amateurs get what's coming to them. 2024 is the year of the great resist, so speak up, pros. Make your voice heard in some way every day. Do not tolerate amateurs and their America last destructive behavior. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big, major production. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history social media plus me 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 equals amateur technology and amateur behavior with dozens of real funny photos weird signs and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day download the expanded second edition of the ebook amateur nation the decline of common sense manners and social skills the second expanded edition available now be a pro go to amazon type amateur nation